What's up, ladies and gentlemen? We are here at Church Key with uh, two of my favorite people, uh, Greg and Eric from uh, NRG. I guess it'd be hard to pin you down to one location. How you guys doing today? Good. Thanks for having us. Hey, thanks for letting us be here. We're really excited about this. Awesome. Yeah, man, I know you guys got a busy day, so we'll keep it quick for you. Uh, but we wanted to pop in and uh, talk about Snallygaster this week. Super excited about that. I know you guys are probably slammed getting ready for, for that action, huh? It's all we're thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can only imagine it's grown. Uh, it's uh, like almost doubled in size this year. Is that about right? Since we started in 2012, I think that's about right. Uh, I think we had about what 4,000 people. 2012? Yeah. yeah, and now we'll be well over 10,000. That's super exciting. And the beer, the beer list, I don't even remember how big it was, but this 150, this year it's over 400. That's crazy. So, That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and the list too this year is like, uh, it, it's far more varied and kind of uh, rare, esoteric. I mean all of the increases seem to come from us finding new breweries we can't normally get beer from and convincing them to send us special product just for the festival just for the festival yeah, yeah. Cool. a lot of beers are like debuted at the festival as well too is that correct yeah and brewers too i mean like right? for, i just poured this beer uh for us um from suarez family brewers these guys are an amazing husband and wife team up in uh the hudson valley of new york uh, and I literally just went, my wife and I just went up there on Saturday, two days ago, and picked up some beer for Snally Gaster oh, from awesome. this little brewery. So, yeah, I mean, they're tiny. They've, they don't, they produce like 2,000 barrels a year, which is like less than we make at Blue Jacket. Oh, wow. And they just kind of share it with friends. And so, yeah, we just threw a bunch of kegs in our station wagon and That's awesome. brought it back. How so. many barrels a year does Blue Jacket brew? 2,400. Which is a lot, especially because like like ninety percent of that is sold on site, because right. of, I mean in large part because of baseball, you know, in For that sure. stadium. But um, also, I, you know, people just, just you people know come there dig our that. beer. Yeah, I they mean, like our beer. Right on, right on. So this is the uh, hundred feet north from Suarez Family Brewers. Um, it's a blend of um, a bunch of oak barrel aged mixed fermentation beers. Whoa, light, refreshing. Um, that's nice. Only just over 4% alcohol, um, clean and crisp with a little bit of funk to it. It's a farmhouse ale. They're known for doing that. They're also known for making Pilsners, and I'm pretty psyched we'll have Palatine Pils, one of their um, kind of flagship beers on draft at, at Snallygaster. Right on. Uh, which is cool. So That's awesome. It's a really nice beer. I'm not a big beer drinker, but I always drink beer when I come here, or any of your bars, because... It's an experience. This kind of beer is, a, is super singular, though, too. I mean, for someone who doesn't maybe have a lot of experience with tart or sour beer, this is uh, it's really, really nice. Really it, drinkable. It almost tastes like a combination between like a beer and a cider to me. Right. But yeah, yeah, totally. The acidity is, is there. It's light, bright, clean. Um, really just great uh, outdoor weather. Easy drinking country beer. Nice. Cool. I'm all about that. What else we got on deck? Um, let's see here. Well... We, you know, I mean, everybody drinks IPAs today and loves them. We do too. And we have uh, this beer from Single Cut uh, up in Queens, New York. So New York City is booming with craft brewers. We're going to have a bunch of them at Sally Gaster. So Single Cut will be there um, pouring some of their great IPAs. We'll have um, some IPAs from Other Half out of Brooklyn. They make fantastic stuff. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so this is Softly Spoken Magic Spells. Um, it's a double IPA. Thank you. From, um, from Single Cut in Queens. And the cool thing about this beer is like, as with a lot of um, IPAs these days, it's all about the aroma and very little about the bitterness on the palate. So, you know, for the longest time when people had issues with IPAs, it was really the bitterness that they couldn't, you know, get used to because um, hobby beers do provide a lot of bitterness. But a lot of these IPAs have been retooled recently to back end the hops mm. and to focus on pronouncing the aromas and yeah. kind of taming the taste. So when we smell this beer, it's got huge um, tropical fruit. Ooh, that smells so nice. Um, a lot of the green herbaceous qualities you normally find from hops have been um, kept in check. And that's that's by the yeast that they're using. Um, it kind of guides the hops to be a little bit more juicy. And then on the palate, it's just like juice rather than like bitter, hoppy IPA. I bet this actually has more bitterness than even some of the more, uh, I mean, a lot of like the bale stuff or you know like the super double dry hot yeah. stuff like this actually has some has some bitterness yeah. yeah but it's not it's not like you know sierra nevada ipas right. or stone ipas and right. um it's kind of somewhere between the old school dry um piney bitterness and then the new school stuff that barely bitter at all um but a lot cleaner and and uh, more like approachable that's really nice because i don't like um ipas or hoppy beers at all uh it makes me make ugly faces when I drink it, like, like a child <laughs> with a lemon, Keystone, you know? Keystone, um, yeah, that but, guy's but this is nice. face. It, it actually makes me appreciate the bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, that this is a cool, it's a cool it's way a that nice this beer. is going, and um, yeah, Eric mentioned The Veil. They're really good friends of ours from uh, Richmond. They don't, they make very small amounts of beer, and it's high, uh, really coveted, so when they send beer outside of The Veil, um, North it always comes to us here because they're really good friends. So they're sending a, a bunch of really cool um, beers for, for Sally Goster as well. Um, and this is out of New York? This is single cup for Queens, yeah. So beer, you're bringing beers in from all over the world for Sally Goster, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, like anything, now that American beer is so incredible, like, clearly the focus is more mostly on american stuff just because if there's all this great stuff here we want to concentrate on it i mean yeah. there's nearly six thousand breweries in the u.s today so wow. there's and, and a lot of them are making like fantastic stuff now to that end though we are we are focusing on some fantastic belgian style beers you know belgium we're sourcing from belgium great things from germany um and and taking pains to make sure that we include the the brewers that kind of inspired a lot of american uh craft beer in the conversation but there's still a ton of American stuff. But we're getting stuff from all over America. You know, like Hill Farm set up in Vermont. They sent us stuff. Obviously, things from the local scene. Wakefield down in Miami sent us some beer. Um, so, yeah, it's it's pretty wide but variety. To the, to the Europe point, though, I mean, you've always featured uh, the Franconian uh, lagers uh, in Gravity Cast. Yeah. Direct yep. from producer. Yeah, um, it's not just uh, not American IPAs. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of great lagers, unfiltered lagers, like Eric was saying, from Germany. Um, great lambic from Belgium, a lot of Belgian style beers, things like that. So now a lot of these are a lot of these beers you also carry in your various restaurants, though as mm -hmm. well, right? Man, you have a great job. You just like you're yeah. you're more knowledgeable about beer than anyone I've ever even heard of. It's uh, yeah, I mean it, it is literally uh, it 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 truly is the best job. I can't I can't argue with that. Uh, it's fun, and you know the cool thing for me now is like we have so many places that it we have 
just so many different kinds of lists. Like right, Churchy has everything, you know, 555 beers from all over the world. But then you go to Sovereign in Georgetown and we just, it's a huge beer list focused solely on Belgium and yeah. the best brewers in Belgium. Yeah. You go to the Partisan over in Penn Quarter and we have like this huge sour beer list because that goes so well with the charcuterie that Nate makes, Nate right, Anda, right. our butcher and chef over there. Uh, even someplace like Iron Gate right around the corner from us has a really small focus list. That's phenomenal. A lot of great mid-Atlantic beers on that list, a lot of great Mediterranean beers. So I find actually it's almost more exciting for me now when people go into the places that aren't as known for right. beer and they're like, whoa, this is cool. Because yeah. they kind of expect it from Church Key. But if you roll into Hazel right. and you have like a killer beer list, you're going to be like, oh, it's almost more impressive in for some sure. ways. Um, well, and that's cool to definitely like curate different lists for different places and right. get to really like hone in on, on that. Yeah. And now the other thing is, is like we bring in so much beer direct to our group. Like we work with our friends like Suarez or like this beer I'm about to pour um, from KC Brewing and Blending in Glenwood, um, Colorado. It's like, I guess, west of Denver. Little tiny place. They make very little amounts of beer, but they send us a bunch of beer sometimes direct to Church Key and then we'll break it off and like send a little bit to Eat Bar oh, right, and a little right. bit to Partisan and a little bit to Sovereign, you know. And so that's been uh, a really fun thing as well. So you see beers. You won't find anywhere but at neighborhood restaurant group places right. a lot in DC. That's super cool. So let me ask you about all these different glasses. Is there a reason yeah. to put different beers in different? Oh my God, look how pretty that is. Oh, totally. Um, you know, different glasses, different temperatures are going to ah, encourage right. and um, wow. accentuate aromas and flavors. Oh, um, so, you know, that's the same reason why we always like swirl our beer. There's ah. lots of great um, aromatic possibilities in beer. They come up, um, they float yeah. to the top with the CO2, they get stuck in the head, and then as the head dissipates, the aromas pop out. So we want something that's gonna, you know, we don't really wanna fill our glasses all the way because then you wouldn't be able to smell the swirl beer it, and, right. and swirl it. And you know, 99.9% of taste is smell. If you plug right. your nose and drink this beer, you're gonna just taste like sweet, salty, sour, bitter, that's it. <laughs> but it's the nose that actually is where you find all of like the, um, the nuances and the subtleties of aromatic Whoa. flavors. Yeah, and so this one. And interesting about the tumbler is actually designed to keep your hand from from touching too much of the glass and warming. To the beer warm it much. up. Oh, that's so cool! I never. So it's just cool. Like it's like a rustic, that. old school glass. Yeah, no, I like um, it. So this beer is, like I said, it's from Colorado. Our friend Troy Casey. Um, he's been brewing and blending since thirteen, I think, and. Um, this is kind of like the Suarez beer at its base. It's a mixed fermentation farmhouse ale aged in oak barrels. And then they, they create a master blend and then further mature it on different fruits. That's why the name of the, the, the kind of the generic name for the series is fruit stand. But this particular fruit stand iteration is aged on Cabernet Franc grapes. Um, and that's wow. where it picks up um, the color, the, the complex acidity. Um, it's like it's lactic, it's malic, it's tartaric, um, really great red winey aromas. But the point with the fruit sand beers is to cr is to maintain balance, so it still has like the earthy saison character with the fruit character. It's not like just Cabernet Franc. Well, you actually actually get a grape character to it. Yeah, like in the, on the palate. In the too. palate yeah. It's really nice. It's really nice. It reminds me of like. Um, like a lambic, but like without all the sugar, you know? Well, right. 
Well, Lambics too. That's the great thing is that we don't nowadays. In the old days, remember, like if you went to like the reef or something, they would have yeah. Lindemans framboise on top. Oh yeah, we had those, those sunset. Those so yeah, with yeah. Allagash White. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But because back then, like nobody wanted real lambic. That's like real lambic at its base is bone dry. It's tart. It's funky. Uh. It's earthy. But because people were into sour beer back then and in the 50s and 60s, 70s, and 80s, these Belgian producers were adding sugar and fruit right. to make it taste like sweet fruit juice, like the framboise used to taste. Exactly. The cool thing now is that everybody's like kind of everybody's kind of evolved further to want yeah, that dry, that complexity. And so now a lot of great lambic is coming out that is not sweetened or fruited. And the Americans have also been inspired to make lambic-esque beers. Um, many of which are aged on fruits. So is that kind of what this would be a, a lambic? Kind of, but it's not spontaneously fermented. So with lambic, uh. all of the fermentation happens from the air. Right. Because you know there's like yeast and bacteria swimming around us at all times. Right. Well, that's, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I I've seen for, it one or how, times how, how long am I going to go on before you stop me? <laughs> um, but uh, let's, yeah, no, uh, not that kind of yeast. But um, <laughs> so the, the thing is, though, is like if you... If you leave your wine open overnight, you know, like forget to cork it, yeah. you drink half a bottle and you forget to cork it, and the next day it tastes like vinegar. Yeah. That's because there's bacteria in the air that jumps in uh. and turns it into vinegar. So same thing with like can happen with, with beer. If you leave a sugary water source outside, it will naturally ferment in the uh, right conditions. Right, right. So Lambic is always taking advantage of those conditions and spontaneously fermented. What you see more times now in American brewing, although there is some spontaneous stuff going on, uh, is a lot of this is you actually pitch different yeasts and bacteria into the, the tanks or the barrels right. uh, for a little bit more control. Right. And you end up achieving flavors that are akin to Lambic, but some would argue maybe not quite as complex, but you know they're, they're definitely still in that kind of wild sour category. Right on. One time me and my roommate found a bottle of wine that was like half open on top of our refrigerator and it had been there for like three and a half months. And we drank it, and it was like the best wine I've ever had in my life. Really? How old were you? Another bottle up there, and left it open oh, like for like two 15? weeks, and it wasn't this. No, it was like it's six it, years ago. No. <laughs> One time I met last weekend. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Well, it's funny. We like put another bottle up there and left it open, and drank it two weeks later. It wasn't nearly as good. We're like, but it didn't, what did it taste like? Vinegar? It, it, honestly, it tasted great. Like me and him joke about that to this day. Like how we drank. Like we no, it was so time. bad. It was so bad. Well, mm. yeah, that sometimes. I mean, it was yeah. so good, but it was like, this this shouldn't be normal. But we didn't hallucinate or no, anything. No, you got lucky, you know? I think, and yeah. and not you didn't get sick, which is also good. I know it was amazing. <laughs> we, we literally tried to recreate man. it, but it, it didn't work out. That's right. Kind of killed off anything that might have hurt you. That's right. That's why I kind of giggled when you're like, oh, you'll just taste these seven things, and I'm like, man, you are giving my palate way <laughs> too much credit. I'm like red, yellow, <laughs> like it doesn't, it doesn't go much well, further. We'll have that. all of these colors that sound like <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> I'm gonna try every color <laughs> this weekend. Right on. Well, thank you so much for taking yeah, time to uh, yeah. to hip us to the beers. Uh, you know, I'm really excited to um, be a part of Snallygaster again and. I know. Thanks for being with us. On your list, you'll have you have a searchable, uh, filterable spreadsheet now with all 400 beers. Jesus. Up, uh, that you can actually filter down to figure out where they're going to be and what you want to drink. So. Crazy. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Crazy, cool. crazy. And we have a, we have a, as of Wednesday we'll have this app available. Holy shit. We've done that the last couple of years. Um, where so you'll be able to not just see all the beers in real time, like what they are, but you can see where they are, like if right. it's in this like zone. All the different zones are named after monsters and. It's just easier to find the different things that you want. You guys are like so that. good at all that stuff, man. I'm always impressed, man. Every Thank year you. you guys get better and better and better. And you started off better than most, so that's 
<laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I mean, you guys go to other people's Thanks events? Thanks a lot. I, mean, no, I appreciate it. We try. Yeah. For sure. oh, it's top notch every time. So uh, I'm excited for this weekend. Cool. I'm excited for Sunday. Yeah, I heard that. (laughs) I heard that. Well, thank you very much, and uh, I'm gonna enjoy sipping on these beers while we uh, we talk a little bit more about Snallygaster. We're gonna talk about Arcadia, Snallygaster, all that good stuff. So, Eric, you wanna jump? You wanna jump in a little closer to the mic? I don't know if they if they can hear you uh, too well, too far from the mic. But thank you very very much. Don't worry, guys. Um, I'm going to share some of the beer with the crew. <laughs> we got more beers where that came from, too. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you all get some before you leave. Uh, yeah, so Arcadia, um, Snallygaster. So um, Snallygaster, for a little bit of history, um, yes. grew out of a, an event we were doing in Virginia at Rustico. Um, at the, the Alexandria lot, Rustico right? in the parking lot back there. And we called it Octo Beer Fest because we're so good at naming things. Um, it's <laughs> where we creative. hold November Fest now. <laughs> Killing um, it. But um, so anyways, um, we had had it for, I think, five years um, up until 2011. Um, in 2011, after that event, we had 5,000 people in a tiny parking tiny lot. Tiny parking lot. And um, Alexandria City government asked <laughs> us to kindly never do that again. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, that's cool. We're yeah. going to continue doing Loud business. Clear. But yeah. we're going uh, to uh, uh, hitch up the road to the city and um, find a bigger space. Right on. So... Um, that was the same time. Uh, so 2010, Michael Babin, our founder um, and uh, uh, kind of CEO and inspiration in general, right. um, founded Arcadia. Um, so as a nonprofit, he was uh, very um, uh, committed to finding founding a nonprofit that would affect the food system that we affect every day through our business. That's right? amazing. And he really wanted a way to give back to that. Um, environment and and to the people that it affects. So um, we found that in 2010, we had a couple acres at Woodlawn Estate down. Um, that's right. Uh, Route one, and that's where the farm is located. Um, and so Which is really super cool, cool in historic, itself, right? So, yeah, yeah. So it's actually um, uh, it is the granddaughter of uh, George Washington's house is on that property, which is called Woodlawn, and then the Pope Leahy house, which is uh, Frank Lloyd Wright designed right. house right. Uh, for Lauren Pope that's on that property as well that's absolutely gorgeous Amazing, I'm um, sure. and so the National uh, Historic Trust uh, National Trust for Historic Preservation maintains the site and so it's uh, through a partnership with them that we were able to operate Arcadia on that on that property it's awesome. a landmark uh, you know partnership that they really don't do otherwise yeah um, so we are able to farm that right now um, and produce enough uh, food to uh, fund to um, fuel our mobile market, which is one of our biggest campaigns. Which is awesome. Yeah, I love so the mobile market. Mobile market. We have 14 stops in the DMV right every on. week from May to November, um, and we're going to go into neighborhoods that are underserved, um, that don't have access to fresh food. Um, we were told that people didn't want this food, um, and lo and behold, we started holding these markets and those lines around the block every day. That's awesome. Um, we accept all forms of assistance right. and through um, some um, subsidized programs called bonus bucks, we're out able to actually double the amounts for SNAP and WIC That's awesome. um, recipients so that they, um, you know, it's not the cheapest food, but it's direct. And so, but we're able to double their value but that's um, when great. they come there. So, that makes um, and that's through difference. a lot of strategic partnerships, which is amazing. So yeah, we're at 14 stops now. Um, 
Our kitty is doing so much cool stuff. Um, veteran farmer program is something we started. So Pam Hess is our executive director. Pam was a uh, journalist before she got into Arcadia. And she was actually a uh, national security correspondent and was in Iraq and Afghanistan, um, you know, reporting on those uh, wars and events. And so she felt really strongly about veterans and how we were taking care of them when they came back. The fact is that the average age of the the average age of farmer in the U.S. right now is 58. Holy crap! It's not good, man, for our food, right? So um, she had the great idea to say, "What if we taught our veterans, who are entrepreneurial spirits, how to farm when they got back? That were interested in it, that know how to deal with." Uh, different crises or, or right. you know obstacles, um, how to maintain a program, right? What if we taught them how to farm, got them assistance find, finding affordable land, and began to kind of bolster that uh, farmer population. So helping them get land as Correct. well. Absolutely, That's yeah, so awesome. through different grants. Um, get them with different other nonprofits that we partner with around right. the country. More assistance. To find, yeah, exactly. That is so awesome, So man. there's a lot of cool no stuff idea. going on. Now, Snallygaster, to bring right. it all back, we started to um, basically as a fundraiser for Arcadia. So we are the largest, single largest revenue source for Arcadia, Arcadia. every year is this event. So um, last year it was over $90,000 we were able to raise That's for awesome, the organization. Um, and uh, yeah, so I mean, I couldn't think of a better, you know, uh, reason to do this, uh, to spend all these months of planning and, right. you know, sleepless nights and yeah, all I mean, that kind of stuff. It's but a it's lot pretty of work, great, man. For sure, it's for pretty sure. great. It's uh, it's amazing work. Um, and it's from so many people that, you know, pitch in, you know, you guys coming out every year. You guys have been out there since year one. Yeah, man. Uh, we brought the party and uh, had to, like, cut the, cut the power <laughs> yeah, at the exactly. end to make sure people like, went stop home. Stop dancing. Yeah. <laughs> stop having fun. Exactly. Um, so, yeah pretty cool right on well I'm, I'm excited to talk you know about that and talk just to let people know because I think I'm not sure how many people really know that and that was one thing that I was For always sure. been impressed with NRG is the fact that you guys have been aware of these things and working towards solving these problems like on your own volition and not because of bad press or not because right you know that's what you're supposed to do but I mean like, in fact we haven't been good enough at telling people that we do this exactly I mean, you're actually, super yeah, humble so, about it you know well, because which you know, is it's, which is good I mean it's good yeah. to be humble but I think it's also important to let people know that sure. like not only is Snallygaster like a stupid dope beer fan like if you're right. in a beer this yeah, is like you gotta be you're there. fucking yeah, mecca sure. I mean straight up I mean you know? you know how we roll we you know we don't set out to do something like okay right. we want to set out to do something really really well everything and is top one of the best you know what I mean so um yeah, like Greg said, 2012, we rolled out 150 beers. We, like, cobbled together a bunch of jockey boxes. I, I called a tent company, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, called you. I was like, yeah. hey, can you throw some music on? Let's do this. You know? We had like, our generator party. cranking Yeah, in the exactly, yeah. you know. And, um, and then we got better at it, you know. Um, Phenomenal, I would so say. Battling uh, stupid weather. <laughs> every year. Every year. Every year. Uh, I'm like, well, stop putting, like, gray clouds on your promo. Yeah, I, know, <laughs> I know. Well, it changed that time. Manifest yeah, we did it. destiny. Yeah, no, right. um, <laughs> we changed that last year, uh, thankfully. But that year, um, Chick 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 played. Yeah. Do you remember that too? It yeah. Was 2013? Oh, it was horrible weather. No, 20, no. It was 2015. 15, yeah. And it was awful weather. And then Homie got on the stage and climbed the stacks. Do you remember this? No. This is the most amazing thing that ever happened at Snally Gaster. Oh, Jesus. So it was raining all day, pissing rain from 5 a.m. We got there. It was like awful. Just it was the first shit. year I got a big stage. I was like, 
you know, oh, we're gonna right. we're gonna die. And uh, <laughs> literally, it was like I was like four o'clock. Chick chick chicks going on. I paid so much money for them to come to this festival. Right. Like, you have no idea. But it. all these people came out, right? Like so, all these people are drinking in the rain. Right. Like ponchos, it, just yeah. like rolling, right? And uh, so chick 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 plays. You know, comes on and does the test and chick chick. You know, and and he goes. Hey, what's going on, Smelly Gaster? You know, and he climbs up on the stacks, and he's like, "Y'all ready?" And like, "Yeah." And he goes, Wah! and the sun goes, and it was like, "What?" He jumps off the stacks and starts rolling. It was awesome. That's great. So yeah, it was like the best Smelly Gaster moment ever. That's, well, you know, um, this is a great thing about Smelly yeah. Gaster is like, it's a beer fest and it's a fundraiser for a nonprofit. Yeah. But it's so much more than that. Like it's I mean, so much shoot. fun, and this there's year, so many interactions coming back. We got DC Gogo for you know the yeah. second time in three years. Yeah. Um, pie tasters, which is like music of the youth. Uh, you know my youth. Right. I don't want to tell you how long ago. Right. Yeah. In the past. You know what I'm in the past. Um, but uh, yeah, Spirit Animal on the main stage too, and then you guys bring in all the the new local That's talent. That's right. The Aztec Sun, down, awesome. Cat Janice, Adam. I can't wait to see Aztec Sun because I've so been good. listening to them on SoundCloud, but I, I haven't seen them live. They're yet, super so. good. Oh, Great band. A lot of fun to watch. You know what I mean? They're they're gonna they're gonna to bring it for, for sure, sure for sure That's it's awesome. a it's exciting time so uh where i'm gonna make sure that we post in the links of this thing like sure. the locations where arcadia drops off yeah and then also some links on like where people can donate or learn more Absolutely. Yeah, man. um because you know we don't have to wait until snally gasser to get behind arcadia yeah. right like you can do that sooner it's, i was just looking online actually there's something like 50 50 bucks to arcadia funds uh 10 markets worth of uh, doubling the the, the the benefits for people. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like, a little bit goes a long way. Well, I really appreciate that because, you know, I've watched you guys really grow over the years. I mean, mm -hmm. when I met you guys, you had, like, eight locations. Yeah. So you were already, like, humping along. Yeah, for sure. But now you've, like, doubled that. Yeah. Right? In, yeah, we're at 20 a, right now. Yeah. Jesus, Mary and yeah. Joseph. I was yeah. joking with Michael because I was all stressed out about my rent, and I was like, <laughs> What's your monthly rent? And he was like, "Oh God, I never thought about that." And he started doing the math, and I was like, "Stop right now!" Hopefully, like, you're told stressing you, me hopefully out. Hopefully, he told you that it never changes that stress that you feel about. You oh know, yeah. Like, well, no, it made me feel kind of dumb because I'm like, my rent is nothing compared to the 20 locations. We're, like, we're all trying to pay the rent, though. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's all, all relative. You know, it's just a matter of scale. That's all. You know. So. Ain't that the truth, man? Yeah, Ain't that the truth? All, but you guys have always done such quality stuff. It's important to us to ma maintain a part of the community and make sure that we're giving back 100%. Yeah. Like every any any business that we're in, we find we found our businesses based on wanting to be an anchor for our community, a gathering space. I mean, when we opened here at Church Key in 2009, there wasn't too many places on the block. No. It had just turned the corner out of what the, the right. previous history was of this neighborhood. For sure. Um, I remember. A, lo a lot of street commerce uh, right, you know, going right. on. <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah, there was only three other like businesses. Yeah, operating 14th them. Street was not I mean, the same. Cork, Cork Wine Bar was the first. Right. They just closed their original location, oh, shit. and they're moving into the market, which is across the street. But what market. They, they have Cork Market, which is right across the street oh, from Cork Wine Bar. But I they had to close that. Cork Wine Bar because they're at the 10-year lease. And it just. I mean, we're not for nothing. We're looking at our 10-year lease. That's crazy. You know, next year, and it's probably ridiculous. And at 10 years, the landlord can take you to market value. So. You know, oh, it Christ. changes. Talk about rent. It changes. You know. Oh man, so. hey, people don't know how hard it is to run businesses yeah, in this town, man. But yeah, you know, it's worth sure. it's worth every bit of effort though, because man. all the interactions we get to have. Hundred percent, dude. And I know you don't like hearing this stuff, but I really uh, hats off to you, man. You're the hardest yeah. working guy I know. I see I, you hustling out there. I mean, yeah, but it, it ain't nothing. It's so funny because you posted something the other week, and I was like, you never stop working, and you were like, neither do you. And I was like, I knew he was gonna say that. But like for real, though, like. There. 
I don't know. I just feel like you're involved in so many different restaurants, so many different operations, and you always have a smile on your face, even if <laughs> even if you're stressed and tired. You Thanks still, for the beer, right? well, Cheers. whatever it is. But uh, we we appreciate you. Thank we, you, man. We appreciate being a part of Smiley Gaster every year, in know. any capacity whatsoever. So. Well, we we appreciate having you. It's always good bringing the bringing the youth to the uh, hey man to, to the party here. Hey you man, know? the DJs I got lined. It's gonna be a great. It's gonna be I great. Can't wait. I'm excited for I this can't weekend. Wait. We'll be there. Really uh, we'll be there squatted up and all our gear I heard that. ready to drink some beer and uh you know have a good time for so. sure awesome. awesome well eric cool. i think we can wrap this up awesome, uh man. we've taken enough of your time thank you so cheers. much for everything cheers right. we'll Let's see you on cheers. the flip side yeah right. yeah thank you <laughs>